Hi, this is Steph. We're back in segment number two of the Allen Gitlin Showcase and Spotlight. So we'll pick it up here. And uh, I've got here 2012. So it's What's the Scoop? Yeah, that's What's the Scoop is a small ice cream place, candy store, and they do a little entertainment in the touch of New Jersey. I put, give them a little plug. They're still around. They just got a little bigger, actually. They moved into a bigger store. And they were looking for somebody to do some comedy, and I didn't live far. And I did about... Uh, Seven minutes of comedy that night for them. So you did stand-up there that yeah, night? I did some stand-up, yeah. I had to be clean because there, there were kids there. Yeah. And most of my actors pretty clean anyway, but I had to be a little cleaner than normal. Uh, no G-rated even. <laughs> no PG-17 even. So whatever. Yeah, it was what it was. squeaky clean. I had to be squeaky that. clean because there were kids there, yeah. It was yeah. a nice little place. 2014, uh, you did something for NBC called Disappeared. Yeah, Disappeared. I did it. I lived in uh, Florida for a couple of years. And they were doing a segment for Disappeared, which was shown on NBC in Chicago, about people who disappeared. There was a woman who moved down to Fort Lauderdale and met a guy online who was taking a boat trip around the world. She always wanted to do it. And they became boyfriend and girlfriend. And after being on a cruise, uh, on his, his supposedly on his yacht for a couple of months, she disappeared. Her children started looking at this guy and finding out that he had, been, he had just gotten out of prison. He had had some drug busts in, in the... In Europe, um, everything he had was like uh, smoke and mirrors. Um, some of the money was from the drug money that he had uh, before he got sent to prison. And they got a hold of him finally. And he said, I, your mother and I had a big fight. And um, she disappeared. She was with this other guy. And what they think happened is that he wrapped her up in a, uh, they hit her over the head. He had copies of all her credit cards and debit cards. And... They noticed her bank accounts were going down, and they f we found these two girls who were taking money out, and they said, well, he was giving us like $200 to take money out of the account, and we had to meet him once, <clears throat> like once in a while and give him money, and we haven't seen him for a while, and they think that he killed her, hit over the head out to sea, and wrapped her up in a uh, either a blanket or a rug or, a rug or something, and weighted it down, and he, they kept going after him, but every time... He would be in a port where there was no restitution. And finally, he sold the boat and he lost track of them because he lost track of the boat. But he was never brought to trial and or found them. And she was never found. This goes back about 10, 12 years, maybe 13 years now. Sounds like this could be a, a case of America's Most Wanted. Well, it was a, it was a show called Disappeared, which mm -hmm. is the same type of thing. Same, yeah, same format, you know, yeah. Uh, It was really interesting, though. And I played the detective on one of the detectives on it. Did you enjoy that being a detective? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, me and this other guy were detectives on it. Yeah, you look like a detective. Yeah, right? I know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I've got one here. Two thousand and seventeen. Moving on here. Yeah, yeah. Mooney Nayo. He and I is a uh, lady rapper in East Orange, and they were looking for. They were doing a, a, a music video on a song that she did, which was pretty cool. I liked it. Um, about it's called actually Pussy Power. But anyway, <laughs> she's wearing a shirt that says that actually, and uh, they you wanted. You can't someone, make this up, right? Yeah, they can't. And uh, they wanted somebody who looked like a cop and who had a cop uniform. And I had bought a uh, Halloween costume one year, and uh, it actually looked like a policeman's uniform. So I played the cop in it actually. So it was pretty cool. Nice people. Yeah, and also in the same year, and this one's interesting. Murder Castle. It's a mini series about a uh, a serial killer, right? Yeah, Murder Castle was the. It's a, it was a miniseries on Discovery uh, Plus. If anybody has Discovery Plus, called Murder Castle. It was shot in 2017. 
in Verona, New Jersey, over a four-day period. And it's the story of H.H. Holmes. And H.H. Holmes is the first documented serial killer in the United States uh, in 1893 during the Chicago World's Fair where people were disappearing, all kind of people coming into Chicago. And he built a, uh, the reason why it's called Murder Castle is he built a home with 25 rooms and most of them were gassed. And uh, he actually fired seven or eight contractors because as soon as they figured out what was going on, they didn't want to build this house for him. Um, and what this guy did, he was a pharmacist. He would hire young women as technicians, whether they were married or not. And he'd fall in love with them. He would kill their husbands sometimes if they were married. If they were single, he would gas them. And he would take their bodies down to his basement and sell them as cadavers to medical school. He admitted to 25 people. They think he might have killed 50, I don't know, because a lot of people disappeared during that time. Um, and the detective, one of the detectives of Chicago started catching wise. Everybody kept complaining that the last person, the last time they saw the person was they were going to work for him. And he would say, oh, they left, they went back home, or they went home to their boyfriend, I didn't like the big city. And this one detective started catching wise that he thought that he was making these people disappear, and he finally got caught. And... Um, I played a lot of extra parts in it, and then at the end, I play a main part where I put a noose over his head and kick the box out from underneath him. He hangs, but it takes 20 minutes for him to die. And he's the first documented serial killer in the United States. Really interesting. I didn't know anything about this guy until I was in this uh, miniseries. That's really interesting. Yeah, yeah it is. I, after you told me about yeah. it, I looked it up, and I, I watched it, and I was, like, amazed by, you know, just the, uh, the severity of this man's yeah. deviousness. Yeah. I mean, he... And he was married and had a little baby, too, outside yeah, Chicago. Yeah, for him to have another family and right. be able to get away with this, it's just amazing right. how secretive this man must have been. This yeah. is very a, nasty person. a great movie to watch, Murder Castle. So put Many that on your list there. Anybody, Discovery Plus. Yeah, that's a good one here. And then afterwards, in 2019, you did an AT&T commercial. I did an AT&T commercial. I uh, had an agency, uh, Barbizon, which is good people. And they said to me, hey... We need somebody to play a delivery guy because AT&T is coming out with a new phone called Concera and they want to put it uh, for their salesman to sell to corporate people because it was made for delivery people and for construction people. And uh, we need somebody to, to play a delivery man and it's only about a half hour from my house. So uh, for one hour, I got $300. I wasn't complaining, I take my word for it. <laughs> and it was exactly one hour. They had a time, one hour to the minute. So well, they were on a tight budget. They were on a tight budget, yeah. But yeah. it's on their website for AT&T, Concero Phone, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. 2019, you did a, a rap video, I guess, for Little TJ. Little TJ, who I never heard of at the time. He was doing a, a music video for his uh, song FN. And FN is uh, now has at least, I don't know, five, six, seven million hits on Spotify, six or seven million hits on, on YouTube, and uh, it's about a rapper who comes out of the gangs, gets away from the gangs, and he, he gets arrested, and he gets off, and I play the judge, and uh, pretty cool thing, he was sitting on the, uh, the witness box, kind of, and I was on the bench with, with the gavel, and I said, hey, little TJ, you're supposed to get off, right? He goes, yeah. I said, well, you're talking to everybody about the judge, and he <laughs> went, oh, man, you're cool, man. Well, anyway, story about this is, now, after this, this music video came out. I drove for Lyft for a while, a couple of years. And if you know my 
stories. You, you know that I drove for Lyft for a couple of years. And I, when I see, see a young person in, my, in a car, I say, hey, you know who little TJ is? And they go, yeah. I go, look at the last minute and a half. Why? I said, well, see, go look at it. And then they said, holy smoke, you're the judge. Can we take a picture of you? Can we put you on Instagram? Can we put you on TikTok? They come you know? the judge. They, they, the they couldn't judge. believe that they were in the car. I said, listen, I just do this for fun. I have a lot of fun with it. I enjoy it. And I met the guy. He was a real cool guy. If he stays out of trouble, he, if he's not already a millionaire, this was a couple of years ago, so he may be a millionaire already because all the kids know him. Um, I have a friend of mine who has two daughters who are 19 years old, and all their friends say, Uncle Al, we know you were in the video. Well, yeah, 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 you know. <laughs> did you meet him? Can we meet him? Do you have his number? I, well, I don't have his number, you know, but I, I, I did meet the guy, you know. I was, I was there. Cool. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I was there. If you look at the video, you'll see me in the last minute and a half. I was the judge. So, are any things you have now going forward that are coming up that people can see you on? Uh, nothing right this second, but I do have a script that I wrote with another gentleman. It's all my idea. Um, right now, it's called Alan Goldsmith, Private Eye. It's... Um, uh, about a detective, uh, comedy, um, about a, a guy who's a cross between Columbo and James Bond. He's Columbo because he figures stuff out by his gut, and he's James Bond because he's betting everything in sight. He wants to live back in the 80s before technology took over, even <laughs> though it's 2022. And I have a guy, a friend of mine in Chicago who has a small studio. We have actors in place. We're just waiting for COVID to kind of end so we, we can get this thing going, a trailer made. And my friend has connections in L.A., so hopefully it'll be streaming somewhere down the line here somewhere. So for those of you who are listening to this segment, uh, Alan Gitlin is a funny man, and uh, he's now doing the BS show. He's the co-creator of it. Tell us what you're doing Co-creator of, of the, the BS show with Stefan the G-Man. Uh, we have segments like Idioms for Idiots or Idiots for Idioms. We have sports stupidisms. We have everyday annoyances. We have online dating nightmares. And we have 15 minutes of shame right. that we have co-developed, the two of us. And yeah. this is episode number 56 that we're doing today. So, Alan, why should people watch us? Why shouldn't they? We are originators. We're not duplicators. All our segments, uh, we developed ourselves, both of us. And there's no egos here between the two of us. And uh, we just have fun with this and take you away from the real world for about 45 minutes to an hour every day, which is what everybody needs right now, I think, in, our, in these hard times of ours. That's exactly right. Yeah, this, this started as just two guys just BSing on a train, and uh, we, we've got here now a, a show number 56. Six. So I enjoyed hearing Alan's uh, career, the things he's done. And uh, Alan uh, didn't you know, let any grass you know, grow into his ass. He's, you know, he's out there and he's a mover and a shaker. And uh, Although I can't bake, though. Yeah, well, you I, can shake, I can shake and move, but I can't bake. You can't <laughs> shake it, man. But if you like comedy, you got to watch our show. We're in what, the second year, Alan? Second year, correct. Okay, and this year we got some special things. Uh, we got the train. We're out in the train. We're traveling the country this year. And... Uh, We've been to Chicago, and uh, we've been to Albany, upstate, Buffalo, New York, and we're going to do the country uh, as we get around to it. Uh, not every week we're going out, but we're, we're going to be going out. But I felt today was a good time for Al and I to, uh, to discuss a little bit about who we are. And today I thought it was important for you to understand who Alan is and what drew me to wanting to work with Alan. And to me, it's a labor of love. I, I do a lot of the technical stuff. 
And uh, it's a joy, me coming back with my, my film and putting it together and then laughing my petunias off, for lack of a better word. So Your small petunias. My small petunias, yeah. Maybe you sausages. It's like diamonds, you know, small packages, you know. <laughs> I don't, I, don't have the the, I don't have to be in the sausages, unfortunately. Okay. Leave that for the Homo Homo boys. Yeah. If I was Italian, I'd say, I got the sausage for you. So we will be back with our final thoughts for segment and episode number 56. So keep it locked here. We'll have some bumper music, and then we'll come back, and we'll be wrapping this up. to you.